Well, hey, friends, welcome back to the Right Setup Leadership Podcast and week two of our 12-part series of 12 axioms that will change your life in leadership. Today's episode is going to be great, so we're going to jump right in. So sit back and enjoy this episode where Alan unpacks axiom number two and how to move from reactive to proactive. Axiom number two, move from reactive to proactive. You pop out of bed on Monday and you're feeling frantic. You're 10 minutes behind because you hit the snooze. The anxiety is pumping through your veins. The week ahead is looming over you. You scroll through your emails, pop into Instagram, of course, and scramble to pick out your clothes. You pull the kids out of bed and you race around the kitchen, helping them pack their lunches. After you get them out the door, after all that chaos at home, you arrive in the office. You're 10 minutes late and you're behind again. Does this sound familiar at all? I feel like you're always running behind on your day, your week, your emails, your projects, and your goals. Well, unfortunately, friend, this is normal. We live in a reactive culture. And here's what I found from coaching sessions to coffee conversations with friends to texts from leaders to SOS calls saying, I don't know if I can keep doing this. Here are the realities that I see. Most people aren't living their life. They're getting lived by it. Most people aren't playing offense. They're playing defense. And most people aren't activating on goals. They're playing catch up. You simply can't afford to react. You can't just be reactive in your life. You have dreams and you have these goals that you need to steward. You know that your life is meant to matter. And if you're a leader of any kind, So parents, if you're listening to this, yes, you are a leader and you're reactive, then you are going to create a reactive, anxious culture around you. So leaders, this is particularly important for you. You've got to flip the paradigm from living and leading reactively to living and leading proactively. So how do I actually make this shift? Here are three specific ways. Number one, make decisions before you have to. Let me repeat that. Make decisions before you have to. Procrastinating pressurizes our decisions. It makes us deeply emotional. Making little and big decisions ahead of time can take that emotion out of them and help us to live out our priorities. Guys, these small decisions are the ones that really compound and make our life. If you want a healthy life, you need a series of healthy decisions, and you have to make decisions before you feel like you have to. What happens if we wait until the last minute? Well, we feel this urgent and the urgent will win over the important, those important priorities, the things that truly matter to us, friends, family, relationships, healthy habits in our lives will fly out the window because we're living urgent, we're last minute. Distractions will overtake your priorities and friends, a wise decision can become a rushed decision. When we live last minute. One thing that I found as well is that this produces anger in us, right? Rush produces anger, whether it's with our kids, our friends, the frustration when somebody is trying to slow us down because we're last minute. It ain't pretty. Make decisions before you have to. The second way to make this shift from reactive to proactive is to create micro habits that make the decisions for you. Create micro habits that make the decisions for you. 
There's a thing called decision fatigue. We are exhausted by making thousands of little decisions and a few big ones in the course of a day. So to limit that decision fatigue, you got to make these small things, these small decisions or micro decisions into habits or micro habits. The things that you don't even have to think about each day. Think about these things, things like hygiene, hydration, food, breaks throughout the day, clothes, sleep schedule, technology use, email, and there are many more things, things that you're going to do pretty much every day. Make those decisions ahead of time. How can you make decisions about little things like food ahead of time, like clothes ahead of time? It could be as simple as laying your clothes out ahead of time on the floor the night before. It could be as simple as having food packed and in the fridge and in a lunchbox ready to go for the next day. Figuring out how much water you need each day. Figuring out your coffee intake each day. Those little things you can make ahead of time, and then you have more space for the bigger decisions. You're not feeling so last minute. The same things keep happening each day, and we shouldn't have to create a new process each day. If we can create simple habits, then we can organize these ahead of time. Now, those are micro habits, but think about this on an organizational level. You can also create these habits as a team or an organization. Now, some organizations have what they call SOPs, Standard Operating Procedures, At Stay Forth, we've created a document and a process called How We Roll. And this helps us to make these decisions and build these habits ahead of time, how we're interacting as a team. These are particularly important because if we can all live proactively, then we can actually limit the last-minute-ness. We can limit the rushed-ness. We can limit the stressed-ness of the team, and we can make better decisions. We can be more proactive. We can live out our priorities, and we can accomplish a whole lot more as a team. Guys, rules or ground rules, boundaries, decisions ahead of time, these things all create safety. And safety creates the space you want to risk, to innovate, to fail. So if you want a life that is challenging, if you want a life where you are leaning into the next risk, if you want to do big things, you got to do the small things well. A coaching client said to me just a few weeks ago, his goal for the year is to do the boring things this year. I love that. To do the boring things this year. This is an example, making these decisions ahead of times of just doing the boring things. You got to drink water. You may have to drink coffee each day. You've got to put clothes on. You've got to do all these really simple things. Can you do the boring things ahead of time? And I would even say that there are more boring things in your week that you can organize and get over early in the week, get over early in the day and build some of that momentum. But when you create these as an organization, you go to the next level where your organization is actually doing all of those healthy things. If you want a healthy life, you get that by a series of healthy decisions. And let me just tell you, the healthy decisions are not always the fun decisions. But if you can build those in as habits, then you don't have to make that emotional decision to do something that you don't necessarily want to do because it's hard or it's boring or it's routine. It's not going to be the most fun, but you know what? fun is to me these days. Fun is doing the small things so that I can get to do the things that really matter to me, whether it's picking up my son and daughter from school at three o'clock each day, or whether it's having time to be able to go for a hike uh, on the weekend because I did the hard things 
uh, that week, or I planned ahead, maybe getting to see a friend because we were able to coordinate that weeks in advance. And we both have really full lives with full families, whatever that is for you, make sure to create those micro habits that make the decisions for you. The third thing you can do is you can plan your day, week, and year ahead of time. You've heard the adage, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And I would add to that, while you fail, you also create extra stress in the meantime. You also, if you fail to plan, you may still pull it off last minute, but you're going to feel incredibly stressed. You're going to stress others around you, maybe your family or your team, and you're not going to see the kind of results that you'd like. It's also not very fun to continue to live in that stress zone. I lived there for many years. And I'm sort of a recovering procrastinator. And so each week I built in enough habits for me as I look ahead that I've been able to curb some of this, but I always am going to head back toward that. I used to live behind because I waited to see what the day would hold. And these competing ideas, they were swirling in my head. They were on my phone. My email dings would rule me. My texts would rule me. And I'd get to the end of the day and say, what did I actually accomplish today? I couldn't put that on paper. And so I was kind of living in that treadmill cycle. And now I have the simple habit of taking 10 minutes before I look at any text, any emails, before I react to anything where I chart my course and declare a purpose or a unifying theme for the day. Now, this is inside of our right side of journal. And I have to say, guys, this is exactly why we created the right side of journal. We took about a year to design it. And then we're now on our second printing of that. We've changed it up even a little bit more to make it more helpful, more effective for busy leaders. And what we say is this is a journal for people who suck at journaling. It's not 16 pages of free form each day. It's 10 minutes to be able to be proactive planning your day. Now, here's the cool thing. There's also a feature for planning your week. In addition to planning my days, one of the biggest shifts I have made in the last decade is planning my week ahead of time. I used to get really anxious on a Sunday. Now, maybe you know that feeling. I wouldn't admit it. I'd be watching football or I would be up from a nap. Whatever Sunday afternoon looked like, I can tell you on the inside, it felt like stress. It felt like overwhelm. It felt like, I don't know if I can get back on that horse and ride it again this week. And now I feel completely different. Guys, the most fruitful 30 minutes of my week is a prep session on Sunday afternoon. I open up my right side up journal to Sunday. There's three pages. And in the first one, we get to look back at last week. The second one, we get to look ahead at the next week. I look through my calendar. I see what's coming. And what I've realized as I look back is that there's more to celebrate than I ever thought. There are little things, little wins, momentum, little habits, atomic habits even, that I have continued to do that I didn't give myself credit for. They didn't look like big wins in some metric chart. But I look at it. I charted the course. I did those things, those small wins led to momentum. But if I didn't look back, I wouldn't see that. I could think that I failed because fatigue speaking or big vision speaking, looking for the massive things, I'm not going to see the little things. I literally turn the page in the journal and I get to look ahead. And as I scroll through my phone, I see the sort of big rocks I have for the week. And I see the things that I need to do to prepare for those. Occasionally I've overscheduled and that's a great time to tell somebody, sorry, that meeting on Tuesday can't happen. And it's not 10 minutes ahead of time, last minute. And then I get to make some proactive, healthy decisions for the week. I think about where am I going to be generous? What's on my to don't list? What kind of conversations uh, I want to have with people I want to reconnect with? 
Those are crucial. I answer a series of questions. I have wins and I look back and I celebrate those wins. I look ahead and I prepare my mind and heart for those things. And I make some declarations and decisions ahead of time to be proactive. I can tell you guys, now I'm getting to live my life, not being lived by my life. I get to make decisions about priorities when I'm unemotional about them before the week begins. Don't wait till you're in the heat of the moment to try to make good decisions and live by your priorities. Do those things ahead of time. If I wait to live my priorities at time with my kids, a date night with my wife, vacations, time away, I can tell you, I'll just kind of never get around to those things. And you may be living in that cycle. Now I wake up excited to start Mondays and I'm on offense. I, I'm moving, I have momentum, and I'm not feeling anxious on Monday morning like I don't think I have what it takes. Don't live that way. Your life is too important. Your leadership is too important. Another thing you can do, in addition to planning your week ahead of time and your days ahead of time, is plan your year ahead of time also. Now, you may not be much of a planner, but let me just say, guys, there are a lot of excuses I used to give in not planning. It sounded like, oh, I just want to be spontaneous, which really was, I'm going to be lazy. We'll see what happens, which really meant I have no vision for what's going to happen, and I'm probably not going to accomplish my goals. But if we're honest, each year has similar rhythms, similar things you can notice about the different seasons, maybe about summer or fall for you, or maybe December, maybe May, maybe these months represent something. Maybe there's a heavy work season, a couple of things you can plan ahead for and account for each year. Vacations, plan for those ahead of time. You're going to have to budget time, energy, money. You may have to get the kids out of school, things like that. Heavy work seasons. Every leader that I work with has a heavier and a lighter work season. Plan those ahead of time and plan accordingly. Maybe there are busy seasons for your kids. Maybe they play sports. Maybe there's breakneck speed. Like for our family in September, there's a whole lot going on. We've got to plan ahead of time and make sure that we live into the rhythm of the year. Maybe there's some zones for recovery in your plans that you can breathe a little deeper certain months and you want to protect those things. Let me remind you of this. Healthy living never happens accidentally. If you're not intentional about it, the weeds are always going to grow up through the healthy green grass. Now, making this shift from living reactively to living proactively requires investments. And let me just remind you that investments are not always going to give noticeable growth for a while, and they are always based on delayed gratification. Do the small things, sometimes the boring, the routine, or the painful things up front, and you will be so glad later that you did. There is no quick fix here. You can't just turn a switch and move from reactive to proactive. So in review, here are three practical ways to move from living and leading reactively to living and leading proactively. Make decisions before you have to. Second, create micro habits that can make the decisions for you. And third, plan your day, your week, and your year ahead of time. Healthy living never happens on accident. As we're always doing here in the series, a dozen axioms, we are going to give you a resource to consult and then questions to answer. Here's the time to pull out your journal. Here's the time to make a note. And this first one, we designed the right side up journal to help you make this exact shift from living reactively and leading reactively to living proactively and leading proactively. Friends, this is not an infomercial, but I'm just telling you, guys, the right side up journal is the only thing that I've seen that in 10 minutes a day, 
you can plan ahead for your day. And in 30 minutes a week, you can look back, look ahead, you can feel the clarity go up and the overwhelm go down. We created a short video tutorial and a long video tutorial to help you to best utilize this. Friends, I use this every morning and I cannot tell you how this is helping me. This is helping coaching clients. In axiom number one, we talked about the big picture questions. You'll find those in there in the journal every Thursday. I do not know of a tool that only costs you 20 bucks that for three months can get you living in this healthy, invested, proactive life. Friends, do not let life live you. You are meant to live it on offense, to live and lead as God designed you. And this is exactly why we created the Right Setup Journal. This is exactly why I use it every single morning. And this is exactly why Sunday afternoons, it's the most 30 uh, the most fruitful 30 minutes of my week. There's the resource to consult, Right Side Up Journal. You can catch that in the show notes or just head on over to rightsideupjournal.com. I'm going to leave you with some questions to answer. Open your journal, write these out. Number one, what micro decisions can you look ahead and make proactively every day? What micro decisions can you look ahead and make proactively every day? Number two, what larger decisions are approaching that you can make now? Is there a large decision in your life, in your family, or in your work that you know is approaching and you can go ahead and make that ahead of time? And last, what tool or tools will help you plan ahead? Of course, we recommend the Right Side Up Journal here. I know we're biased. I use it each morning. It is changing my life and leadership each day, a day at a time. This is exactly why we created it. But there may be another tool in your life that will help you plan ahead. Friends, this is too crucial to miss. In our 12 axioms series, a dozen of these phrases or axioms that will change your life and leadership. Again, we started with clarifying because when the clarity goes up, the overwhelm naturally goes down. And we move secondly to the posture or the paradigm shift from moving reactively to moving proactively through your life. Friends, this will change your life and leadership. These axioms may be simple, but they are hard. So please do not hear us trying to simplify these, saying, oh, this is really easy. You can make this tomorrow. No, you can start tomorrow and you can see the benefits of this over time. Progress over perfect. Do not try to make all these changes right now, but you cannot afford to let your life live you. It matters too much to steward the life that God has given you. You've got to move from reactive living to proactive living.